Constellation. 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 Welcome to Pretty Intuitive Podcast, an inclusive podcast that embraces the human experience through a spiritual lens, while also uplifting BIPOC, LGBTQIA, plus, and neurodivergent voices. I'm Nike Oreya, a creative, intuitive, and self-empowerment catalyst who helps connect humans to their intuitive gifts and embrace the magic of being themselves. I work with goddesses, archetypes, and ancestors to propel you to be brave in expressing and affirming your authentic self in your everyday life. Welcome to this potent space. Before we dive into this episode and this interview, I wanted to remind y'all that The Ancestral Healing Retreat, the application, is now open. It's going to be three days of intense immersion in our healing in a community that's really sacred and also really conscious. So if you're interested, check out the application down below and there will be more details in the application. Also, if you want to leave a nice little holiday gift for me it would be amazing if you could leave a rating review on itunes or just a rating on spotify it helps me and the show so much it also helps other people see the show and overall it's just really impactful so check out um the rating on spotify that's new or you can leave a rating review on itunes okay let's get into this episode Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Pretty Intuitive Podcast. I'm your host, Nike, and today I'm with author Jennifer Lar. Welcome, Jennifer, to the Pretty Intuitive Podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad to tap in to our discussion today. But first, if you could introduce yourself to the Pretty Intuitive listeners. My name is Jennifer. I am an author. Uh, trying to find my way home to myself and just put stuff out there in the universe to help others find their way home to to themselves as well in the space of self-worth. Oh, yes, we love it. And Jennifer and I actually worked together um, with um, my divine feminine coaching but even far before that we were always connecting um through the interwebs <laughs> I feel like messaging um so many random Facebook messages but um within that coaching container it seems like we did a deep dive with like your self-worth and navigating the space of worth so to see your book about what is worth and this deep dive you did in it is like really transformational can you kind of talk about like the process and the journey to get to that point of creating the book so I went to her and then she's like yes you're supposed to write this book and there's like five other ones you're supposed to do as well but this book for sure okay Mm. got the green light from everyone on the on the spirit side like time to sit down and start writing Mm-hmm. And what's really funny was I honestly like I loved that book. I poured everything into it. But then it after I finished it, I literally had no idea what it said. And then I read through it again and I was like, this book is literally not me. Like it very much part of it felt 
yes, you know, like it, it's my, my words and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But reading back through it, it was very much like something higher was trying to come through and talk mm-hmm. through whatever medium it could. And now it's circling back a year later in October of last year was when I finished it. Mm-hmm. And circling a year later, I'm faced up with the like now that you know yourself worth what is acting out of it like Mm -hmm. the really hard part of what is self-love the kind of deep parts that we don't really want to look at but actually set us free to enjoy our self-worth and to even see it more Mm -hmm. yeah and as you were speaking, kind of talking about the process and like the intuitive gut of like, I need to write this, like, oh, I'm getting the green light to like channel yeah. this information out. Mm-hmm. Was there any time during the process where you kind of were like un- unpeeling as you go? You know, like you have like the initial idea of like, okay, this is what I want to write about. And then as you're continuing the process, it like tries to shift. Did that ever happen during the process? Small parts of it did. And I Mm -hmm. think it was really good little, it was all similar, but it was all kind of a little bit different in the sense of every chapter revealed itself to me differently. Mm. So, and like at the time I was listening to a lot of self-development podcasts and so I would my drive to work is an hour so I would listen to podcasts while I was driving to work and then I'd get to work and type that in and write the book and so it was a lot of blending what they talk about in growth like just mm-hmm. general growth into like what just you know because all growth is growth it's whether or not you choose to see it as a spiritual journey or not and so it was really trying to find that growth within myself and then see part of myself in that in the greater sense um, see what it could be for everybody else in the collective yeah yeah and something I like you what you Mm -hmm. say when um about the book is that it helps you like realize that you're worthy and realize that you have a place in this world. Um, mm-hmm. how, what like advice was channeled through your writing process or just channeled either now that you would give to someone who maybe isn't connecting to that worthiness right now and having that place um, in this world? I found... I began to uncover my worth because you don't just stumble upon it. Mm-hmm. You, it's, it's an act of growth. When I was able to finally take a very sober look at myself and mm-hmm. take agency over my life, good and bad, and still say, I love myself enough. Mm-hmm. One, I'm still here. But two, I love myself enough and not to let myself stay this way and I love myself enough to actually become the person that I can see in my third eye that because we all have these visions of what our future can be whether you're a clairvoyant whatever 
you know what you want your life to look like here in this incarnation. You're never going to get there staying where you where you are right now because where you are right now back you to where you are right now. But if you want to become someone bigger and bolder, you need to step into your work. Mm. And you need to just begin to kind of peel the layers back because once you once you see that and I guess a little teaser for another book I'm writing, mm-hmm. it's after dealing with your darkness, you find your worth. Then you go into the light and you realize how incredible you are. And then you find a really nice spot right in the middle of, I can play with both of these now because mm-hmm. I know my worth. I know my strength. I know, I know the crap and dark stuff I went through to get where I'm at. And I know, I mean, like you and I have had conversations about the really crazy stuff I can do, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's just like, yeah, that's awesome. That's part of me, but I'm here to do something. And I know because of all my dark shadow work, because mm-hmm. of that super long dark night of the soul that everyone has to go through, that I have, I'm standing on very solid ground and I've got places to go and no one else can tell me what they think of me because I already know all my darkest stuff like I already know all of that stuff that you're gonna say to me so I can stand firm and not be pushed back by it Mm, yeah yeah because kind of like you mentioned it's like truly having the autonomy over yourself good or bad like once you have that autonomy Mm -hmm. that's when you can stand in, in your power and you can feel empowered because you have embraced and acknowledge our parts of yourself yeah like that that's one thing yeah I kind of thought was ironically humorous of the universe mm-hmm. like it gives you all this dark stuff you never want to look at you see so much not looking at our dark stuff mm-hmm. but when you actually like deep dive into the darkness is when you find yourself and you uncover all those layers of who you truly are and you're able to find a self-love that's so much deeper like you you begin to understand what true actual love for the universe is Mm. but that like agape source type spark of love and then you start to realize okay like that source god love whatever you want to call it it's in me Mm -hmm. I just had to peel back the layers to kind of reveal it yeah and I also like how you speak about it as like not like a thing to be ashamed of or to be Mm -hmm. discouraged by it's just like knowing that first of all everyone goes through it everyone has trauma that they need to heal they have wounds that need to be supported um but also everyone is just as worthy as well so there shouldn't be like a hierarchy of um even worthiness because I think earlier you just said like being ready to step into your worth it's not create your worth or um start from scratch it's like everyone has that worth this is sometimes we kind of forget because we're dealing with um the parts of our shadow that haven't been embraced and acknowledged yet so being able to step into it is a part Mm -hmm. of the journey but everyone has that ability Oh yeah, everyone is, I, I like to think of it as everyone's a fractal of divine source. We are, like, we created this whole thing to wake up to the fact that, hey, you created the whole thing. 
So mm-hmm. why not, you know, um, I forget who said it, but the quote, know thyself. That's like one of my favorite things. It's like, why are we here? We're here to learn. We're here to learn how to be human in this day and age in the 21st century. Mm-hmm. So how do you do that? You really get to know yourself on every single level. We are multidimensional beings living an incredible existence and we're only here for a short time. Yeah, you might have gone through some really hard stuff in this life. Mm-hmm. However, it is your responsibility. Not only that, you get to rise above it. You get to find what your true power is. Your true power is waiting. Your true, I, I say power of true, like true unwavering self-love and self-worth because they're really interchangeable. You can do anything once you find that, like anything. Mm. So um so self-love and self-worth to you is kind of interchangeable interchangeable can you kind of like do a deeper dive into that because I think with the different interpretations people can see it differently so I would love to see your like understand your take so self-worth is it's inherent Mm. self-love is how you is because love is an action right the self-love is the action that you show yourself because of your inherent self-worth. Like, it's not fun to force yourself to go through the dark night of the soul. It's not fun to sit with yourself in the muck and the, and the mire of all that you go through in life and sit there and be like, I'm going to figure this out, regardless of how hard it's going to be. But it's an act of self-love and you value yourself you have enough self-worth to say I'm not going to stay where I'm at I'm going to sit here and the self-love is the I'm going to do this and make myself do it's really hard but I'm going to stick to it because I know what at the end of the like what at the end of this journey I will find something unimaginable I could not have found before Mm, yeah that makes sense. I think, yeah, for me, like self-worth is no longer compromising parts of yourself in order to please society or other people. Like you're not compromising yourself in order to fit to mm-hmm. fit into another box or expectations. So that definitely makes sense. I've never really heard like love being the mm-hmm. action, but that definitely makes sense and that I can definitely see how once you understand kind of both the components of self-love and self-worth and you use both of them together um it just creates like a stronger foundation so even the times that you kind of like lose that part or you kind of get off the track you know to bring the action of self-love in order to remind you of your self-worth yeah and it's like you can you can know your self-worth like know it know it and I spent a lot of this year actually just learning to exist in the world, knowing my self-worth. And I had to consistently come back to self-love practice to continue to show myself that like, hey, you're doing this thing and that's fine and cool and all. However, it's not really loving yourself and valuing yourself enough. So Mm. you can keep doing it or 
you can do the hard thing, love yourself to a new level and uncover more of your self-worth. Mm-hmm. And intuitively this is coming up to ask you, but if there's someone out there who's listening, who's like, wow, there's something I want to write about. I want to channel. What is some advice you would give them to like get started in like sharing their wisdom with the world like you are with this book and the books are to come? I started just journaling, just a whole Mm -hmm. bunch of journaling. It didn't make any sense. I started journaling about 10 years ago, on and off for years. And then when you're truly ready to get out there and put yourself out for the world to see, you will know it. It's really scary. I had a massive ego death right before. I decided to put myself out in the world and my massive ego death, that was my ayahuasca journey we talked about. Mm-hmm. And so you remember all that. Yeah. And uh, there's for, I like to think of it now as for every new step you decide to take to become more visible to the world, there's an ego death that kind of happens mm-hmm. and just kind of follow where the universe takes you. Cause I mean, if you made the game anyways yourself, you're not going to let yourself down. Yeah. So just, just start writing. And if you want to start making a change or doing all the things you feel like your heart is calling you to, do them. Get really good at them. Learn how to make it part of your practice every day. And when it's time to step out and share those gifts, you will be supported. Mm. Yeah. You find a bunch of people who can, even a couple people who really believe in you and want to help you out. Yeah, who can support you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes so much mm-hmm. sense. And it's, I think too, what like just occurred to me is like, like writing a book and journaling and all of that it is really is using your voice, even if you're not physically using it. It's like putting yourself out there. It's putting your thoughts, your energy, your essence out there. And um, it's even like sometimes more, or not even more powerful, but it's a different type of empowerment as well because like putting pen to paper is like really bringing it into the physical and it's really allowing it to like take up space. So like, that's so beautiful. Oh yeah. And it's it's a way of bringing it from the mind and putting it into the physical. Mm-hmm. It's like words come into your mind, but in the manifestation process, you, you, you writing it down actually makes it physical. Mm-hmm. And we never know when things are gonna happen. So it's just, it's just kind of trusting that intuition of, okay, I'm gonna write it. And when it's time, it'll all come together. Because most of my books, I put, I took snippets of stuff from 10 years Mm. and I had no idea what any of it was going to be when I wrote it at the time but I I felt the need to write it so I did whether it was a a note on my phone or very deep in like like in a spiral it was all there Mm -hmm. yeah so even though it took you like 55 days to write it it's actually like an extension of like 10 years like yeah building up upon it yeah yeah, Absolutely. that definitely makes sense. It's like, yeah, because once I was there ready, 
it was like, yeah, it was already there. It was already in my mind. It had already been put out in the world and all I had to do is just kind of pull it. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's so awesome, Jennifer. And I'm so proud of you too. Like, Thank you. Just so exciting. I know we talked a lot about, like, even I remember when we do our sessions, the Emerald tablet kept coming up. And it feels like yeah. this is very connected to it because even well, you look at the gem. Yeah. They're Emerald. They're yeah. Emerald for a reason. Yeah, so it's just so nice to see like the process of it all and how like mm -hmm. really your intuition and your connection leads you exactly where you need to go. Like sometimes you don't necessarily yeah. know where it is, but yeah. if you follow it, then you see where you need to go. So yeah, you're and such it's a not always it, but it's not always easy. Like yes. I like the whole code thing you're talking about before this like I've been really trying to get a coaching business off the ground for the better part of a year mm -hmm. it is so hard and I'm like you know what I feel like the universe is actually saying this is not for you mm. so like if you want coaching or whatever I'll totally help you like you can give all my socials out everything mm -hmm. I have a blog up all that kind of stuff but it's just like I'm not supposed to be working on that full-time like yeah I love helping people. I love helping them unblock all kinds of stuff. Like I love my psychic intuitive gifts. I wouldn't change them for the world. I love helping people and reading them. But like writing is like, it, it's that thing that comes naturally. I mean, heck, I've started four books this year. Mm -hmm. Like that's how natural it is now. Whereas coaching felt like a drag, mm -hmm. you know? So it's just kind of going with the flow. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah especially like in the spiritual community, sometimes you do see other people doing things and you're like, maybe I should do that, but it just doesn't work. Like I noticed that even within my own coaching business, when I was trying to kind of do it, how it was already being done, I had to shift like things and really do it like my way and really trust my intuition. So that totally makes sense. Mm -hmm. You know what else is coming up? I like, um, so I've, the way I've been consuming my books lately have been through audiobook. And I don't know if you know the book Sacred Woman, but it's a book. And also the author did it like a self um, pace class. So you're reading the book. And then as they're like doing the audio, they're doing like journal prompts and like exercises so it's kind of like you're getting like it's actually coaching. what my next book is gonna be. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah so you know that coaching program I made last year yeah that six month coaching program mm -hmm. that's going to be integrated into one of my next books oh because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like I spent so long like you know yeah. I so, so much like, information I mean, it's 72 pages of how to help yourself grow out of pain Mm -hmm. and so I'm like this is a book now granted you know it's gonna have to be like all redone but it'll still mm -hmm. it's the information's still there mm -hmm. like so now it's just kind of like ooh, how can I how can I like re uh reintegrate this into something even better and yeah. I wouldn't have seen that had I not just gone through an incredibly difficult time in my own life like just right. because you value like just because you find yourself worth yeah it's yeah it's not going to be perfect yeah. it's just going to be like more aware more in tuned yeah and it lasts a lot shorter <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's one thing I definitely noticed. 
Yeah. And honestly, like, um, I've been talking to a lot of um, intuitives lately who have make, made courses. Like I have a friend, she has an empath course. And I had a friend who had um, a course about the different energy centers and how to use them. And like, everyone's just revamping because it's almost like a year ago, it's like we were given the time and space or even two years ago, we were given the time and space to like really build the foundation. And now we're going to see how to really integrate it and like bring it forth mm-hmm. in a way that's going to be more sustainable too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's great. I love that. Yeah. Exciting things happening. So exciting. It all seems like it's going to hell in a handbasket, but it's really exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like decide that and being like, ooh, what's going to happen today? <laughs> I know. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Jennifer. How can the people connect with you? Thank you for having your book. Uh, it's on Amazon. You type in what is worth Jennifer Lahr. Uh The actual title is called What is Worth a Memoir, uh, but Amazon likes to make it a little bit confusing. Um, if you want to find me on Instagram, TikTok, uh, my handle is the Jen Lahr with one N, last name L-A-H-R. And I have a blog that I try to do weekly, but it usually doesn't work out that way. But I do write on there. Uh, it's JenniferLaw.co. Okay. Awesome. And I'll put all the links down in the show notes um, as well. So please check out the links um, and connect with Jennifer that way. Awesome. Can't wait to see everybody. Yes. Well, thank you again for coming on. And thank you for the Pretty Intuitive listeners for connecting with us in this potent and sacred space. Until next time, stay pretty intuitive. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Once again, I just want to remind you that the retreat is um, going to be in June. And so the applications are open now. Payment plans are available and it is actually very accessible. So if you're interested, check out the application down below. And also happy, happy holidays. Thank you so much for being in this time and space with me. I love you all. Bye.